you guys ready to spend that Apollo cheese? <laughs> it's Ian here. What's up, It's Kevin. All right, we're going to break down uh, first Atlanta, season three, episode four. And then winning time, I believe, is episode six, season one. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So we start with Atlanta. Um, opening scene, Justin Bertha from The Hangover, the guy that's rarely in The Hangover, he's always disappearing, um, is in the shot. He's li- I, th- I thought he was listening to his own podcast, like maybe how we do on our days off. Uh, but he's li- listening to some podcasts. And then uh, uh, we see he's at a coffee shop. Uh, he ends up stealing some cookies. There was a, there's a taller black man in front of him. Uh, but it looks like the cashier just disregards him. Uh, but anyways, uh, your initial thoughts here, because within, like, I would say after that first scene, I was like, oh, is this going to be another episode without the main cast? Uh, or did you guys have that same vibe? Like, did you know, did you feel like you're not going to see Ern and the boys in this one and Van? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was uh, a bit confused. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I was, um, yeah, I Figured I wasn't going to see them in the episode. Um, yeah, I even, I believe, messaged you guys just because I get it through alternative streams. And I was like, did it start with Radiolab? And yeah, like NPR. And you guys are like, yeah. So I was like, okay, I at least have the, the right show uh, this time. So I was like, okay. And then, uh, but yeah, I felt as though it was uh, weird. And um, yeah, I wasn't going to see the rest of the cast. Yeah, like it, it started to become clear, like, Oh, okay. It's one of those episodes again. Um, I don't know. Did you guys like that? Do you, do you, do you like the way the season is going? Well, yeah, initially I was all like, we just had this in episode one. It's only episode four. How do, how do they do this again? So I was like, at first I was kind of irritated. And we'll go into the episode. But after I was, this is one where I just kept laughing because this was a pretty great episode. I want to see more of the yeah. cast, but... This was yeah. like, cans, like this was pretty good. It's pretty good. The longer you go with it, yeah, yeah, yeah. At first, I was like, ah, oh, not again. And then <laughs> yeah. as it kept going, I was like, holy shit, this is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it, uh, yeah, it started to capture me as well. Uh, a little bit later on, going on in the episode, um, nothing to do with the actual episode. I think I was just. Um, tired when i decided to watch it so um yeah i found it to be funny but um yeah uh, not overwhelmingly but um yeah i think that's more of just me being tired when i watched it all right and as the episode yeah kind of begins here uh, he's listening i don't know if it's the radio now or is it still his podcast but um there's a there's a tesla trial going on where um the I guess the owner, the executive or whatever, um, his ancestors uh, had slaves and um, a man is suing him and he wins. He wins the trial. Um, Also, like you're showing Justin Bertha, his name's Marshall Johnson in the episode. Like his life's going good. It looks like it's getting back on track. He might get back together uh, with his wife. He's picking up his daughter. There's also like a horror theme going on. There's like creepy music. There's a car following him, mm-hmm. and it's like uh, unknown unknown uh, number calling him. Uh, did you guys think it was like going to be a, like one of these uh, Teddy Perkins type episodes? 
Yes, uh, I guess a little bit. Um, also, too, when I uh, grabbed the stream, I, I forget the caption right now, but uh, there was a very strange caption uh, for the episode. Uh, yeah. And I remember I kept looking at it a few times before I, I, I got the stream. So, um, yeah, I guess that added to the vibe um, of the episode. So, um, yeah, it gave me a little bit of a Teddy Perkins uh, feel. Yeah, it's uh, kind of, it had that, creeping like horror movie type vibe uh which is which is good like i like that i like shit like that so yeah it was all good man yeah same same with me i was like oh man what is gonna happen in this episode i was like is he uh is he gonna get killed or is he a killer did he do something in the past <laughs> um and then now we he goes into his office building and he has this uh, like uh, this white female coworker who he first sees and she's like all panicky at first and then she fills him in and the rest of us in the whole uh, background of this. So as we discussed earlier, the uh, Tesla trial now like everyone can do it. So uh, this female coworker, she's like saying you can uh, see your background to see if you're going to be threatened. Like all the uh, white employees are just threatened, right? Yeah. <laughs> they think they're just worried and paranoid. Yeah, the black workers are having a good time. Yeah, they're chilling, uh, they're chilling like, uh, <laughs> like almost like uh, the water cooler talk. They're just yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. around. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're just there. And um, yeah, this is like, I think he mentions it three times, Marshall, um, that he's... Uh, he, he thinks, like, he really thinks he doesn't have any kind of background because he's Austrian-Hungarian. <laughs> he says, like, three times. And the uh, female coworkers all like, yeah, you can just check it. He, he doesn't check it. Um, mm. She ends up checking it, and she's, like, 15% uh, Jewish or something. That's a pretty funny scene. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's, uh, he's not uh, worried about anything. He picks up his daughter. And she says, uh, someone calls him racist. I actually watched the episode twice. So the, originally I didn't pick up on it. I thought they were just calling her racist because um, maybe just because she's white. She's a white little white girl in uh, school. But uh, like maybe if I analyze it more, maybe they, they searched her last name and saw the uh, a background, right? Because anyone could just yeah. check. So what did you guys think about that, that part there? With yeah, the uh, background uh, check and everything. It, oh. I took it as... Um just a natural situation that a parent has to deal with. Um, yeah. yeah. Like their kid comes home with a, with a problem and, or as they're driving home, but yeah, they just have to deal with it. So he's, he's trying to navigate the situation the best he can. Um, but also he yeah. is still like, yeah, na naive to the fact that he doesn't want to check his own background. So th that kind of leads into his answer, I guess, yeah. uh, this child, but mm -hmm. uh, um, yeah, he, yeah. Also, yeah. Looking back uh, on a, on it uh, and expanding further, yeah, you realize that um, there's more to that uh, scene. But um, yeah. yeah, he just tried to do the best he could. Yep. Exactly. All right. Then later, they're having spaghetti at home. Him and his daughter. <laughs> he gets that unknown call again. He's not answering it. Knock on the door. Uh, it's a white man. He said, "You got served," and pops up. Uh, Shaniqua Johnson, <laughs> she is uh, wanting some money. She is uh, yeah. doing with, uh, what happened with Tesla. Uh, she just walks in the house because it's her. It's, she's thinking that's just her house now. <laughs> yeah, she owns it now pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, how did you guys think of uh, Shaniqua Johnson? 
What'd you guys oh, think I of her? He, he's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, difficult because, yeah, everyone's going to handle the situation differently. Um, and it seems like there's really no uh, real rules to it, right? Um, you yeah. just... If you have claim, um, I guess it's whatever way you can collect. So, she this is the approach that she's taking, and um, it's a it's a little too forward for Marshall, but uh, she doesn't care. She yeah. <laughs> she wants her payment, and uh, this is how she's gonna go about it. So, um, yeah, it was only the beginning uh, when she shows up, but yeah, it was uh, it was funny. I really uh, liked her character too. She was re- <laughs> she's really funny. Um, she invites the whole family for a cookout <laughs> to Keith Sweat. Keith, uh, Man, that's so funny. When we hear that Keith Sweat, you know what's happening already, right? You yeah. know what's going to happen. <laughs> uh, yeah, I really enjoyed that scene. Um, another little part there where he's like, uh, yeah, I'm going to call the police, right? Because that's his first instinct. Yeah. He's going to call the police. And she's like, oh, I already did that. It's all handle. <laughs> oh, man. Um, okay, so uh, now it looks like some of his coworkers are getting um, are getting sued as well, or they just have to pay. Uh, washroom, he's in the washroom. Tim from accounting is wearing a shirt that says, uh, "I own slaves," and uh, um, it turns out that's that's his payment. They don't actually the family that's suing him does not want a payment. They just yeah. want him to acknowledge that uh, he uh, or his ancestors own slaves. And uh, I that this was a pretty funny scene because like the that's all they wanted from him and the the white people are like oh yeah he got off easy because he, he he did but I don't know what do you guys think about that <laughs> and so at first when I was like oh my god is he uh, like why is he wearing that he's being a jerk yeah. <laughs> then, yeah, yeah. like a later yeah uh, once again I guess it's just about perspective or who, yeah, whoever's yeah. point of view that's looking at it like <laughs> yeah. yeah um. Yeah, that family, that's what they wanted. They really wanted to shame him. And uh, they, I I like how it was very specific. Um, Twice a week, one of them had to be like Sunday. A Sunday. So so if he was like a church person, like, yeah, he has to show up at church like that or, you know, things like that. So, um, yeah, it's all about perspective, just who's viewing it so whether they they feel as though it's a harsh punishment or not what would you rather rather have the shirt or or you pay money (laughs) oh man i I would want to pay but i I guess i'd have to uh, i guess i'd have to wear that shirt if that's it but still that's like you're you're gonna get yeah, yeah some, some violence might occur. While yeah, we're some that violence, a, lo- <laughs> yeah. Uh, a ton of questions everywhere yeah. you go. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, and it's. Uh, I think that like he had he has to wear it on yeah Sunday and just when he's out. Um, another uh, good part here. Um, he's he's obviously panicking. He's got a, a patient equal Johnson. And he goes to Lester for advice. There's Lester and there's Willie. Um, so he goes to Lester for advice. Uh, Lester goes ahead and tells him, you know, he's uh, raised by black women. Best thing to do is just pay her as much as he can. And the scene cuts off to him then asking his white coworkers, <laughs> like, you got to fight this thing. Yeah. Uh, this um, is one of my so, favorite scenes. So this is probably like the like I actually laughed out loud during this part because like you know he didn't hear well, like 
what what he wanted to hear from <laughs> yeah, from, from uh, Lester. Lester. Yeah. yeah. So, oh man, he and then he obviously goes to to the, the white guy for the wrong advice. Like yeah. it's just so funny. Like, uh, you know, he fucked up. That's like that's where he fucked up, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's get about into... that, Kev? Oh yeah, go ahead, Kev. No, they just. Um... Yeah, I, I I enjoyed that scene as well. It was just, it was interesting to see how they uh, showed it and the the cutaway. But um, yeah, just poor poor advice um, <laughs> from the the white coworker. And um, yeah, he it just showed the other side where he he didn't want to acknowledge uh, the black uh, Lester's uh, advice. So it, yeah. All right, let's uh, dive into some of these quotes here. Maybe uh, give our own perspective uh, on this. So one of the first quotes um, is, so yeah, in the beginning, um, Marshall Johnson's uh, life looks like it's getting back together. I mean, getting uh, everything together. He looks like he's about to get back with his uh, ex-wife. Um, they, have a, they have a good relationship, it looks like. He's asking for a lamp. Uh, towards the end of the episode, he's <laughs> the the wife then texts, um, and you see that her uh, emojis are now a Is darker complexion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a darker complexion, and she wants him to get to the house right away. She he gets to the house, and the lamp that he asked for is in the garbage. Yeah, <laughs> and she's just like um, just giving him shit, and he wants she wants to finalize the divorce, and she she tells uh, she tells him that um, she's well, fuck I forgot per per. Persian? Is it Persian? That her race? Yeah, yeah. And then he's all like, "You were white yesterday." <laughs> it's like, yeah. I do guys thought here because uh, yeah, like yesterday. Now that it's like becoming a big deal, uh, she goes back to her normal race. And I, yeah, yeah. for the beginning of the yeah. episode, I was like, "Oh yeah, she's definitely American-born white lady." Yeah, uh, yeah. But now all of a sudden, she goes back to her roots. Uh, I meant to. I don't know. Maybe you can answer this, Ian, uh, since you yeah. said you watched it a second time. Yeah. I meant to go back and look at her attire. I want to say it was very Ooh. different uh, from both those instances. More, more like ethnic or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what? Like, I know. Uh, no, no, not like overwhelmingly uh, <laughs> yeah. in the second one, but just like enough of a change. Because I was like, when I uh, was watching and I saw her come out the first time and uh because I had started to rewatch it a little bit. But yeah, when I saw her come out the first time, I was like, I stopped immediately and I was like, wait a second. I want to say her outfit was like completely different towards the end of the episode. Um, I, I didn't notice, but you know what? Now that it's coming back to me, I want to say her first scene, she's wearing like a cardigan. Yes, nice, like, and, white, and white, yeah. uh, white shirt or something like that. Yeah, and yeah I want to exactly. say like in the later scene, it was like a very dark, uh, like may, maybe yeah. brownish. Yeah, and more like design on it. And like so, design yeah, on no, it, yeah. So it just stood out to me. I was just like, wait a second. Yeah. But yeah, the, the lamp part, I noticed it um, when he was walking out at the end. That's when oh, okay. I noticed the lamp. <laughs> and so then that's what got me uh, turning over the whole situation. I was like, yeah, she's really dissing herself uh, yeah. from the whole situation. Yeah. And yeah, because yeah, <laughs> like that's that's like the, the world's coming to that. Like he like he really didn't do anything. But because, uh, yeah, he does have to make the payments. He looks like a bad guy. Right. So yeah. It's all about she's perception, cutting everything. So. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Perception. Do you have anything to add to that, Lloyd? Yeah. Uh... 
No, I just I just thought it was, it was super funny too. I'm, I'm actually just scrubbing through the the episode right now just to okay. just to does see. She, so does she have a? Yeah, she's kind of wearing like a darker. I don't know. It's like a sweater or something, but yeah, definitely more ethnic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and another uh, quote here. Um, it looks like that's MK from the last episode. Um, okay, so. Uh, there's two other women in the office. One looks like MK from the other episode and just the white lady who's like now just flustered because she's like, this background check doesn't make sense. And then uh, Willie's eating an apple. <laughs> he's just walking by Willie. Uh, he's the other black guy that's uh, chilling with Lester and now he's just walking by himself with an apple. And he, he kind of just doesn't give a shit what she's saying. And then she turns to Willie and says, this concerns all of us, Willie. And he starts laughing. It's like, no, it don't. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm watching it right now. Is that MK? She kind of, she kind of looked like it. A little bit, little bit. Yeah. Uh, this scene, uh, this is, yeah, one of the ones where I just started laughing out loud, too. Because, mm. uh, no, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't, uh, it does concern Willie, but on the positive side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. And, uh, yeah, if it was, uh, it was her on the other side, or MK there, they they probably wouldn't. Uh, they'd probably be acting like Willie too. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So now we'll go to uh, Ernest. So I, I didn't even uh, recognize this is a guy from the first episode on the boat. Yeah. Yeah. And his name is Ernest, uh, aka E. So when you first yeah. get a load of this guy, his whole scene's like pretty powerful. But when you first see him, uh, my thoughts were, I was getting uncomfortable. I was like, this guy is about to say some inappropriate shit. And yeah. uh, I did not see that coming. Like, uh, I did see him. I did see it coming that he's going to commit suicide. But I didn't see the, like, this whole, like, um, like, all the things he said in that scene where it was the opposite of what I thought he was going to say. How about you guys? Because. Yeah, they, they gave that vibe. Um I wasn't like completely shocked about the suicide, but I didn't yeah. see it coming until just briefly before. But yeah, it um, it made sense. Uh, like yeah, the answers that he kind of gave and whatnot, and then yeah, he was just <laughs> uh, content on not being around. So that's why like that answer came out that way uh, a little bit. Um, obviously, there's still some truth to it, but yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And he's like, he's saying all the uh, right things and he's saying the world is changing. But in the end, like, he doesn't want to be a part of that world and he kills himself, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what do you think is going on? So, like, um, from the first episode in this, like, there's, like, some connectivity, right? Yeah, because like, he's in both of them, right? So, oh. yeah. Then, Ern, his name is Ernest too, right? Like, what? yeah. Why, why do you think they made that decision to, like, give him that name? Like, what, what do you think is going yeah. on? Like, and the first episode was, like, a dream, kind of. Yeah. But this, there was no one waking up at No one waking at up, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. possible maybe tomorrow when we watch. Maybe Ern just yeah. wakes up from that, this dream. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah, it is interesting. But, um, yeah, I haven't really given much thought to where they're going with it. I'm just... Uh, in the moment and just enjoying each episode and i think that's uh, part of it how the they structure the episodes it's like 
Um, well, for me anyway, yeah, just uh, since they're kind of standalone, but there is little tie-in pieces, um, yeah, just not given too much thought. And I didn't even notice, is this, is this episode, does it take place in Atlanta? I guess it has to, or... Probably, yeah. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. They don't. They don't like specifically yeah. mention it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Towards the end of the episode, now we got um, we got Marshall who uh, um, just is accepting everything. He becomes a waiter, um, and there is a restitution tax. I think I got that. Did I get yeah. that right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. there's a tax, and uh, his employer asks, "Who's the payee?" He's like Shaniqua Johnson, fifteen percent. Um, yeah. and yeah, yeah, I don't know if this is his new job or just maybe his second job to pay her off. Uh, but he's content and he's just going to do what he has to do. Yeah. And, it looks like it's end the episode. Yeah. It, it's more of like, like, I guess at this, by this point in time, like you don't really know when it's taking place, this scene, but it looks like, yeah. like things have kind of settled and like, um, you see in the restaurant when they're serving, it's like filled with like black people, right? Yeah. And, and one Asian couple. All, one Asian couple. <laughs> yeah. And they're all eating like fucking steaks and lamb chops yeah. and shit like that, right? So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess that's the big payback, right? Like, yeah, it looks like uh, like black people are, um, they got that generational wealth now. They can go yeah. and eat stuff like that, right? Like, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, that's a yeah. I forgot to mention that that is the name of the episode, the big payback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was just um, yeah, just on a uh, different flip and showing you um, how things could possibly change in that uh, scenario um, and what it would look like. And uh, yeah, I enjoyed uh, the ending, I guess, and um, interesting to see it and. On, on a screen, but um, yeah, I enjoyed it. I got a question for you, Kev. So, um, as a black man, um, how do you feel, or what do you think of like the kind of message that this season is uh, sending so far? Like, uh, for, I don't know. Like, uh, do you think they're going really hard on white people, or like, uh, <laughs> or just enough? Like, is there a good balance? <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, like this, this shit is is hilarious to me. I don't know. Like, how how do you feel? It's you know, at the, at times it is funny, but um, yeah, the for me naturally I still worry um, because it's going out to the masses. Um, how everyone else is going to take it? Because um, yeah, it's yeah, just that end scene alone is going to bother would bother a lot of people and. Um, think that that's every black person's ultimate goal in in a, in a situation yeah. like ultimate mm-hmm. revenge and it's like yeah, that's yeah. not always that's not yeah. the, the case but yeah. um yeah. once it's shown things like that those are instances that people will just take and run with it and um get uh, use that as a fear to uh scare other people to get them on their side uh um against people in situations so um i worry i worry about that seeing uh, stuff uh, depicted and whatnot but um me knowing it's a comedy thing it just i found it funny and it's uh interesting to see but um yeah i still understand the other side of that and um that's a natural worry that i have okay all right cool all right 
Yeah. Uh, did you guys have anything else to uh, add to this episode or any other questions? Um, I just hope next week we see the regular cast again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, do you think do you think there's gonna be one more episode in this season where it's um it's non cast members, like non main cast members? Yeah, I I'd, I'd probably have to if I had to bet, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it seems like they'll probably do one more. Do one more. Uh this this um, episode overall, though, it's getting a lot of uh, love here. A lot of people are saying it's a top five ATL episode. What do you guys think? Really? Yeah. Mm. I have to go back. Like, I just recently rewatched uh, one in almost all of two. I haven't, uh, since season three started, I didn't uh, finish season two. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'd have to really deep dive. And my, I might say it would be at five, maybe. But I can't even tell really? you. What the, the, I can't even tell you what my four after that is. You know what? Like, <laughs> yeah. I I really didn't when it, when the episode first started. I didn't like it, and then as it went on, it just became so funny. Like, yeah. Uh, so yeah. I don't like. I don't know where I'm ranking it yet, but I don't know about top five yet. There's yeah. there's a there's a lot of good ones though. Yeah. Yeah. Ever... Right now, I'll leave it outside my top five, but yeah. um, yeah. I'm, because I, yeah, I don't know what I would put in my top five, but for sure right now I'd leave it just outside. But if I kind of went through it again, I might ha- have a better chance at seeing if it would hit the top five. But yeah, not right now. Yeah, I really hope those guys are back tomorrow. <laughs> um, all right, let's go on to winning time at episode six. Um, one of the uh, main... Before, oh, sorry, the, yeah, before yeah, we ahead. start... Um, so, Kev, did you get a chance to watch the Kareem doc? I did not. Um, no. Yeah, I always have a hard time with uh, certain HBO streams. Oh, so. yeah, yeah. It came out in like, 2015, so it's yeah. going to be hard to find a link. But, there's uh, like, you, you there's a it, few. Right? Yeah, there's like five. There's like four of them, like different kinds. Yeah. But, yeah. The, the um, what, what is it called? Minority of One or something like that? Minority yes. of One, yeah. 2015. Yeah, I, I thought that documentary was so good. Like it was like a perfect compliment to this season, or even especially like the last episode of Winning Time. Like yeah. it, uh, it like expanded the story, and it was like it yeah. was like perfect. Like it, everything that was in the in the episode was in the was in the yeah. uh, the documentary too. And yeah. like I learned a lot about him. And uh, yeah, I went I went to go play two K, but that uh, seventy nine team is not in it. It's like the uh, no. It's the, the team that they have. It's like Kareem, Magic, probably uh, seven team. Yeah. Um, was it was his name Byron Scott? Is Byron he on? Scott. Yeah. Byron Scott's yeah. a starter. And Cooper yeah. probably. Yeah. Cooper's still on there. Yeah. Cooper. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Good doc. I I definitely recommend it. But yeah. Okay. okay. Continue. Continue. All right, all right. So we got winning time here. Um, one of the main storylines is. Magic and his his chick and her dad, not Cookie, but her dad. I um, it's a few days ago that I watched it, but her dad's something, right? Like, it's is he in? Is he He's in either Asian? something, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like uh, not a. I want to say a lawyer, but it's it seems to be like early stages as like a financial manager almost. Yeah, yeah. and he's uh, just attending the meetings with Magic. Um, and I think at the end he understands that he's like Magic doesn't want to be with his daughter, right? Yeah. 
Um, So this uh, little storyline here, I don't know how, if it's accurate or not, um, but just an interesting storyline. In the same storyline, we see the Nike guy. um, Yeah. Um, Is his name Phil Knight? Phil Knight. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, uh, I don't know if this is accurate either, or if it's just entertainment, uh, but he's like pitching like pretty much the Air Jordan idea for magic. Yeah. that there, guys. Uh, let's talk about that a bit. Maybe Lloyd, if you want to uh, start there. What if that were the case? It was magic. Yeah. I mean, he's uh, just. Uh, it was. He was. He's just as popular as Jordan in the '80s, at least. Yeah, I, I yeah. think uh, they probably would have had a better shoe. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> than I think they're called weapons, right? The Converse shoe? one. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. something like that. I don't know. Like I had a pair of those yeah. two a long time ago. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess it's, it's, it's a new, it's a new company back then. Right. Like, yeah, and yeah. you're not getting paid up front. You're getting paid in like stock or whatever. Yeah. But damn, if he, if he went with, um, Nike, I think he'd probably be a bigger, bigger name. Like he'd probably still, people would be wearing like retro magics i guess yeah you know yeah. <laughs> and then maybe jordan goes to adidas or puma <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah he was rocking yeah. converse too so who knows yeah and those like first two seasons pretty sure who's that jordan yeah wasn't he uh no i think he's he started off right with uh the jordans didn't he the jordan no ones? No, no. no no something oh, else yeah. first because then yeah, i, 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 I because, okay, part of the deal for his uh, Air Jordan 1s um, was he would have to win Rookie of the Year, have to average 20 points, and then there was one more, but he, yeah, he ends up doing all of it in that one year. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, you might be right. I mean, he might be wearing Converse for, for a second there. But yeah, whether it's accurate or not, um, yeah, it's... It, it makes sense though. Uh, yeah. Yeah. As a startup company, and yeah, the the timeline, uh, Magic and Bird are the guys coming in and things like that. So um, yeah, especially for an up and coming company, those are the kind of players that you're you're really hoping to get and um, hit the mark to help build your your brand. So um, uh, it was interesting, and yeah, also little tagline that they showed. Um, what the stock price was and then like what it would work out to kind of today whether those figures are actually correct oh yeah yeah, that's right. yeah, <laughs> yeah they said yeah. what stock price was like 18 cents or something like that at yeah. the time yeah and then um yeah but it worked out whatever the numbers they showed worked out to 5.2 billion yeah yeah so so okay so jordan in his first year were wearing nike airships so the uh, jordan okay. ones were not i not guess yet. ready Oh, okay. for his first season but I, I do remember maybe when he went when he's in college he was wearing like converse or something, oh, yeah, right? probably yeah yeah because yeah. it would be like whatever the whatever the, the program is right? yeah. yeah so yeah um oh and uh just to go back to um uh, his girl's dad or whatever that was uh wood harris's brother steve harris again another yeah. reunion um, oh, shoot. Okay. From, so from the he, show yeah i see the the cop guy yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't even recognize him. Shit. Yeah. He had yeah. like all that, uh, like hair on his face. Yeah. Facial hair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Harris Bros. 
they take it over. over. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, another nice scene here. Richard, we have Richard Pryor in the Forum Club. Uh, played yeah, by Mike Epps. Now, I, 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 I know in the early 2010s, uh, they were planning a Richard Pryor biopic. And yep. I know he was like really up for the role. I don't, I, I don't think he got it. And I think uh, Marlon Wayne's got it, but I, I don't know. It might be all mixed up in my head. But it, I don't think they even made it yet. Are there? I think they're just writing it as of 2020. Um, I don't but, know. It, it's been in the works for like a long yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, you finally got to play him. He finally got to play him. He, he does pretty good. Um, your thoughts, guys, on Mike Epps? Uh, good, man. Yeah. Like I. Yeah. I think he's the guy to do the role. Like he should fucking yeah. do the movie already. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> the one, why like people are waiting? Like I know there was like some issues with like the family or something like that, oh, or yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I like I, yeah. I remember listening to an interview like a long time ago, but I don't know. They they should pull the trigger for sure. He did a really good job. Yeah, he he was fine. I enjoyed it, and I. I never get a chance to see Mike Epps enough, so whenever I get a chance to see him, it's always a good time. So, um, I did uh, when the the family was sleeping. I like late night. I tried watching. Um, I think it's Meet the Blacks too. It's like it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, a, yeah. it's a horror it's a horror movie as yeah. well. I think Eastsiders um, did the soundtrack or something. Yeah, it was it was going good, but it was just late. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the last Mike Epps movie I really watched. And uh, what's his name? Cat Williams in it. Yeah, yeah. Some funny parts. Um, but yeah, uh, Richard Pryor here he is uh, with his drugs, trying to get Magic to do some, uh, <laughs> some magic, some, and he's uh, tempting Spencer. <laughs> yeah, and then we see Wood Harris as Spencer Haywood, just like looking. He's like, "Yeah, man, I'm not into that either." <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, later on in the episode, it looks like uh, uh, Pryor invites him again, and it looks like this time uh, Hayward's gonna go. It doesn't we... show a scene. Does it show a scene, or did it? No, no not they, yet. Right? Okay. They didn't show anything. So. No. Uh, okay. But we also get uh, in in that scene where uh, Pryor shows up the second time. We get uh, Iman. Iman. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 So. <laughs> and that's uh, that's that's Hayward's girl, right? Yeah. yeah, they have a yeah. kid or something, right? They yeah. have a kid. So yeah, they they made reference to yeah her uh, Iman there, and then uh, they put in the in the episode uh, with Haywood, and then just before um, Iman dates uh, David Bowie. Yeah, yeah, and uh, okay, so here's uh, Haywood, and another little storyline there. Haywood is in the hospital, uh, kind of just talking, and then Westhead. Hears him say something, and he ends up benching Haywood. Also, Westhead, Jason Siegel, is taken over as the coach. So it looks like uh, future episodes, we'll see a little beef with them, too. And then, if you know the Haywood story, you know what happens next. I actually don't. What happens? <laughs> or should I just wait? I don't know. Yeah, yeah like, I mean, uh, you'll probably end up hearing it. Kevin, you know the story as well, right? Uh, Haywood, kind of. I think I remember, uh, just but not right now. All right, so uh, I'm pretty sure this is uh, what happens is during the finals, I think he does. I don't know if he has a overdose or he just passes out in practice. No, it's uh, like finals, it's it's an overdose, overdose, overdose Overdose in the finals. In the finals, they, they send him home. I think they send him home after like game, like when that happens, they just like. 
Yeah, he can't yeah. be a part of the team. Yeah, so yeah. that's that's why it's disputed uh, whether or not he truly deserves a ring because he he's with the team till they get yeah, to the finals. Exactly. But then he should get a ring at least. But yeah, he's like not on the roster when they actually win. Yeah. Does Boogie Cousins get a ring? When was, when it, was he on the Lake? Was he on the Lakers? Yeah. Um, I can't remember. I think remember the bubble season. He 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 was on he was on the Lakers and then. Uh, he got injured, and before he could even play, they cut him. So they it it all depends on the the guys in the locker room because uh, basketball they implemented a uh, system similar to baseball. If you're on the roster, you're eligible for a ring. Um, the teammates then have to vote and determine like based on like your games and that kind of stuff, like how much value you added yeah. if you deserve that ring or not. Yeah, oh, I don't that. Like, if I don't, <laughs> if he didn't play a, a minute with them and then he got cut, maybe not. But I, I could see like if he played some games. He, he played preseason, I think. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or, I, don't know. That. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Because there was a. <laughs> let's see. There was a. The other situations where Valanciunas was eligible for a ring with the Raptors. Yeah, and then um, right? the other one was uh, Greg Monroe, and. Because he was Milwaukee, on both. Was he, Greg Monroe was on, uh, I forget what year it was. I think it was Milwaukee with one. But anyway, Greg yeah. Monroe was on both teams that were in the finals in that same year. So he was eligible <laughs> from both teams. But yeah. It yeah. was just, uh, yeah, a matter of yeah. whether, like, you know, how much he contributed. Yeah. And same with, uh, what's his name? Well, like, I, he's, he's, he was on the team when the Lakers won in the bubble, but he was also on Miami, Dion Waiters. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, he's, yeah, yeah. he will get one, but I know he didn't, uh, like he was playing on the Lakers anyways. Um, yeah, so I would, uh, I would just, like, if you played some games, I think, yeah. Yeah, so probably would, Boogie not, not getting a ring. Probably not, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, anything else in this episode? I didn't really have anything written down. I, I forgot uh, what else uh, happened. You, you have the situation with um, the contract and uh, the payment for the the arena, the Great Western Forum. So they, right. they, they, yeah. almo- they oh, almost yeah, lose yeah. the team. Um, yeah. Jesse, Jesse Buss, the mother, was supposed to file the documents a month, a month before um, yeah. about uh, the mother of the kids um, owning the team, right, so that Jerry doesn't have to pay. And, um, yeah, mm-hmm. that document didn't go in. And so um, he was already dealing with his situation with the bankers where he wants to just – he's telling them he's not paying because he had this plan set up and he wants them to reinvest in the Lakers. Um, but, yeah, it's it's almost blown up because the paperwork hasn't been given in for the ownership. So he technically still owns the team. Then uh, uh, he he brought in Magic to, like, work his charm – to get like an extension or something and they made like some sort of deal some handshake deal yeah that's the basically um he gets an extension on payment and he doesn't have to pay until june and he's just like yeah because he's like well i'm just gonna win the finals anyway so yeah i'll have the cash vacation (laughs) yes and he's like hey i want vacation um but uh so yeah he gets extension till june and then um yeah, he still wants those bankers to reinvest in the team um, going forward. So it's just, uh, you know, another 
another situation by a businessman where they never want to shell out their own money or you know things like that so they're just they're showing you how you can build um successful business or franchise and things like that but it's also the the play of uh, rich people how they you know use all the loopholes to their advantage to either not pay taxes or get out of situations yeah all right was there any oh oh no okay no right i uh, there's 10 episodes yeah yeah four more Uh, here uh, yeah Uh, was there anything else that stood out for you guys? Not enough Kareem <laughs> <laughs> in this episode. No. Yeah. yeah, but um, that was good. Oh, good episode. You, you just get the emergence of uh, Riley a little bit, right? Because he's right, doing yeah, video yeah. with uh, West Head, and so um, yeah. obviously uh, you'll see um, him basically kind of step in as an assistant coach soon. Um, yeah. And I think it'll be Jerry West kind of mentioning it possibly because uh, the way Westhead does his press conferences and all the Shakespeare stuff and weird quotes. So, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Um, Well, before we go here, uh, we're going to have a NBA playoff preview at some point this week. Uh, but we're not going to be talking about the Lakers, so let's go ahead and uh, give our opinion on these Lakers here. Uh, oh what do you my guys? God. <laughs> what should we? What should we? I'm talking like I'm part of the team here. What should these Lakers do uh, this off season? What is uh, Luol Deng is off the books finally. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't man. need to pay him. I forgot uh, about that. Should they run it back? Should they? Should they? Whoever wants Westbrook, should they just pull the trigger? Go with that trade. And uh, with coach and coach, yeah. So maybe let's I, start start off with uh, coach. Which who do you think they should hire for a coach, guys? I like uh, Nick Nurse. <laughs> I like um, <laughs> uh, I like uh, Mark Jackson though. I think that's the yeah. one uh, LeBron is pushing for. Yeah. Um, I think I like Mark Jackson. Like he's very underrated. I don't know. Like he's the architect yeah. between the uh, of the uh, the Golden State Warriors, right? Like their yeah. their championship team. Um, I, I don't think he got like a fair shake, but uh, those are two, my two picks. But yeah, he pretty I, much. I, I prefer Nick Nurse to stay in in Toronto because yeah, uh, he he's he belongs there. But if it helps my Lakers win, then I'm all for it. So yeah, I, I don't want to see Nurse uh, go to the Lakers. <laughs> I know I know that's uh, been the big one, and it's all because uh, yeah. he's a clutch client as well, and so clutch has a Was lot he? of influence. Yeah. I had no idea. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's been the big thing. Uh, but yeah, I've been reading a few other things. But yeah, that's supposedly one of the big ones is he's a clutch client. So um, uh, we'll see what happens. But I'd like to see him stay. And um, yeah, in terms of Mark Jackson, yeah, he got a bad rap at the end uh in golden state but he he deserves another shot so uh if it ends up being with the lakers i'm totally fine with that but uh, uh i'd like to see him back in the league uh as a head coach for a bit needs another mm-hmm. shot yeah no i i really want mark jackson as well he's been uh pretty much the story is uh, Stephen a always t- tells the story he's he's being blackballed right because 
Yeah. Uh, he didn't get along with the owners. He didn't. Uh, he didn't like play his role. He basically basically also, said those oh, those yeah, same yeah. owners undermined him with uh, Luke Walton and uh, stuff like that. Uh, in yeah, in Golden <laughs> State to, to get him out. So um, yeah. Yeah, so like, yeah, like the story is, like, yeah, he didn't, uh, he he didn't show with them enough or whatever. But yeah, there has to be some kind of reason why he didn't get hired all these years. Uh, but yeah, Lakers would be perfect to, for him to get back in there. Um, and I, but the only thing is, if the Raptors go ahead and I'll, I'll spoil it here, but if they upset, which we'll talk about on our episode, if they upset Philly. I'll I'll consider that an upset. I think Rivers would be. Gone. He'd be gone. Daryl Moore, you'll fire Rivers. Yes. And he'll be glad to be in LA. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think they would yeah. choose. They would choose Rivers over Mark Jackson. I would. I, I think. Yeah. They, yeah. They probably yeah. would. But I don't. I don't think Doc can get the the job done. No. I don't he's know. not. He's not going to get the know. job done for sure. They'll, they'll they'll probably make the playoffs. Maybe a home court. Yeah. Yeah. But, oh man. Yeah. They need, uh, but in terms of the roster, it's it's too old. Yeah. That, uh, <laughs> but that always happens when LeBron is kind of yeah. GM. He's the GM. Gets, yeah. Yeah, it always gets old very quickly. He doesn't like yeah. young guys. Uh, yeah. But um, yeah, you you, you got to make some trades. It's got to it's got to get a bit younger and um, a little more athletic. Um, so. Way so more Westbrook, like a lot. Westbrook, where's uh, where can we see Westbrook going? Uh, I honestly, I don't think he was the like he was a scapegoat this season. Like yeah, him and people Vogel. were, yeah, yeah, like they're going into the season, like people were already shitting on Westbrook, right? Yeah, I don't yeah. think he, um, I don't think he he was that bad. Like he there he had a like few rough games like he had like a stretch of games where he just wasn't scoring and like he was getting benched and stuff but like he played more games than lebron more games than (laughs) anthony davis right like he only like sat out like towards the end of the season right like last couple games but he showed up almost every single time He's in the same. He's in the same situation as uh, Chris Bosh and Kevin Love. And look at those guys. They got crushed for a long time playing with LeBron, being the third guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. And he he started true. seventy-eight games. So like, yeah, he played a lot of games. Um, uh, he they they signed him basically because they knew LeBron and AD were gonna miss a lot of games for whatever reason, and they did. But yeah, he was yeah. supposed to like average a triple double and lead. But the roster was just so bad defensively yeah. and just old dudes yeah um, if they maybe had a backup center who could just i don't know block shots get rebounds maybe they could have snuck into this game i'm watching right now <laughs> hey well actually what what is the score because I, I i turned it off oh, okay it is uh new orleans by 14 two minutes left in the third damn Third quarter. Um, yeah, because I know uh, Pirtle and uh, Dejounte Murray were in early foul trouble. Like uh, Dejounte yeah. Murray had three fouls like early in the second quarter. In the second quarter, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, these like back in the day, a fifteen-point lead going to the fourth, that team would pretty much win. You don't have to watch the game, but today's NBA three threes. Now you're down by yeah. seven instead yeah. of yeah. 15 yeah. or 16, whatever. Just a couple stops. <laughs> yeah. A couple stops <laughs> and go four or five from the three point line in the next three minutes. And yeah. whoa, it's a game again. So, 
Uh, yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, I guess. I guess I'll do it here. This is Ian. The Lord. Kevin. Peace. Thank you.